So this morning I'd like to give a guided meditation on sloth and torpor. That's why I ring a bell so you don't fall asleep. <laughs> yes, so some of you maybe you are already experiencing this hindrance. It hinders wisdom, it hinders concentration. Even it hinders awakening. So before I give a guided meditation, I would like to at least give you some background on what are the three kinds of sleepiness. The first one is a very common one. After having a heavy meal, what do you expect biologically? <laughs> More blood goes for digestion and then you feel sleepy. So you can't fight that so much <laughs> because it's very natural. And then sometimes sleepiness arises because of uh, tiredness. The body is tired, it needs to take a rest. So at night, after hours of meditation, the body is tired, so you go to sleep. But the third kind of uh, sloth and torpor is really arising from the mind as a defilement. And guess what? You can overcome this defilement when you attain the fourth level of enlightenment. Before that, just be mindful of it. <laughs> and also don't take it personally. It's very, very important. Just like any other hindrance, don't take it personally. It comes due to cause and condition, sometimes paying unwise attention to the theme of laziness, uh, boredom, and also it's kind of a hindrance is that most people tend to pull back, even with the instructions. They don't want to fully engage themselves with the instructions. Some of the practical remedies I can give right now before you start closing your eyes. Because what happens is actually sometimes we invite this hindrance. We meditation teacher we say, calm down, take a deep slow breath, relax, everything's calm and peaceful. And guess what? You say, it's okay. You keep on saying, it's okay. <laughs> you keep on nodding off. So the key is to stay alert and uh, clear and be aware when this hindrance is coming. Though even the instructions is to relax, don't relax too much that you st start nodding off. It's good to have that uh, kind of alertness. Some physical things that you can do, and you, you can look at me, and you see the Buddha's ears? They are tall. They're kind of long. <laughs> this a, a method is given in the scriptures whereby you have to pull your ears. You try it. Not, of course, too much. Just to get enough warmth and pitch the ear robes. That can help. Or rubbing them like this. Sorry. Yes. But that's not the reason why the Buddha's statue has long ears. <laughs> that's one of the 32 characteristics of a great person. It's just, <laughs> don't pull them to the extent <laughs> possible. It's just only maybe touch a little bit and pull it and feel the warmth and you wake up. Other things actually open your eyes like this and roll them. Roll them like this and like this. So those are physical things you can do. 
the rest are more mental. You can, of course, in the scriptures they talk about washing your face, uh, but I don't expect you are going to do that. But if it's so much during your sleepiness uh, episodes and uh, you go out and uh, for walking meditation, before you come back, you might want to wash your face with cold water. That helps a lot. Those are the three uh, physical things you can go. The rest is mental, and we can start by our meditation. Please settle back in the present moment. Take a deep, slow breath to oxygenate the blood and relax. Don't pretend that you are sleepy. I'm just giving guidance that uh, <laughs> in case it comes, you can use them. If there's no sleepiness, you just meditate as usual. But I'm just uh, giving some instruction in case sleepiness is visiting you from time to time. So you can now begin to breathe as normal as possible, settling back in a present moment. Your posture is very, very important. There are postures that can entertain sleepiness when it's too comfortable. So it should, your posture shouldn't be too painful or too comfortable. Just the middle way to allow that alertness and the clarity of mind. Resilient. Your back should be resilient. What's your state of mind now? Sleepiness usually starts with the state of mind, sometimes physical, sloth, and then mental, torpor. Check your body, is it lazy? Is it tired? Or is it relaxed? And check your mind, is it attentive or sluggish? So this hindrance is, uh, we, call, we call it multi-hindrance attack. Sometimes both of, of them come together, sloth and torpor. Again, the cause of this Sloth and torpor is lack of energy. The three kinds of energy, initial energy, sustained energy, and non-stop energy. So, whenever it arises, maybe you want to boost this energy. Three kinds of energy. As loss on top arises, see if you can use a soft mental knot, but very energetic also. Sleepiness or dullness. (coughs) 
Don't wait until it takes over. That's also become very difficult, but you can do it as you can be aware of the initial stages of sleepiness. You just note it, sleepiness, sleepiness, sleepiness. And you come back to your object, meditation object, breathing in, breathing out, or rising and fall of abdomen. Maybe sometime it comes stronger. At that time, you make sure that your posture is alert and straight. Check your body posture. And then you can meditate with your eyes open. You cast your gaze in front of you, let's say three feet in front of you. And keep meditation without your eyes closed. But again, don't just look around your f to your neighbors. Just open your eyes and continue with your meditation. And again, you can start closing, half closed your eyes. again it comes. Here we go. So at this time you might want to take a deep slow breath and breathe out slowly. So you take a deep breath. And then breathe out slowly. Breathing deeply helps you to, to increase your breathing rate and heart rate and have more oxygen supply to the brain. That will wake you up. Three deep, slow breaths can help you overcome sleepiness. Again, still sleepiness can arise. <coughs> can you be mindful of it and try to understand sleepiness? How does it affect your mind? How does it affect your body? Maybe the body become heavy, the eyelids, heaviness of eyelids, heaviness of the body. What's happening to this heaviness? Is it increasing or decreasing or staying the same? How does sleepiness affect your mind? Is it foggy? 
Is it increasing or decreasing or staying the same? Sometimes sleepiness can take over. You cannot even be aware of your primary object, breathing in and out, or rising and falling abdomen. So once sleepiness take over, you can decide to switch them. Your primary object. You can begin to give your mind more homework by being mindful of different touch points. Sitting, that means the whole body sitting. And touching, be aware of touch points. Right ankle, left ankle, right knee, left knee. Everywhere the body is touching, you can bring in that awareness. Be aware of the sensation around the touch points. Different elements, maybe it's hardness, as your ankles touching the cushion, or feet touching the ground. Is there throbbing? Is there pressure? So you're giving the mind more homework, so it's not lazy. Or even better, you can still stay with the, your primary object, maybe breathing in and out, and simply add these two objects sitting, touching. So it will be breathing in, breathing out, sitting, touching. So now the mind is not bored and giving it more objects to observe. Depending, depending on the intensity of sleepiness, you can give more objects. Breathing in, breathing out, sitting, touching, sitting, touching. Again, you bring in this sense of investigation. What's happening to the touch points? Is the sensation rising and passing away? And then you can drop the extras and go back to breathing in and breathing out or rising in the fall of abdomen.
So these are the mental approaches you can use before you go for the physical one. Let's say if sleepiness is overwhelming, you have applied all these techniques, including maybe pulling your ears a little bit to wake up, blurring your eyes in all directions, taking deeper breather, taking deep breath, breathing deep. Or three times, but still the sleepiness. Remember that sleepiness came due to cause and condition. Once those cause and condition go, it also go away, at least temporarily. See if you can check in your attitude, not to take sleepiness and so and dullness personal. See it as a process. Instead of saying, I'm a sleepy person all the time, I'm not a good yogi, just see our sleepiness coming at this time without identifying with it, yourself with it. And finally, if you have you are overwhelmed with sleepiness and dullness, you can stand up for one or two minutes, following the instructions Sally gave yesterday on standing meditation, and then come back and sit again. The good thing about sleepiness, once, once it subsides, the mind's very clear. Please remember to get nuggets of wisdom when sleepiness is present. It's impermanent, it's unsatisfactory, it's selfless, selfless nature of sleepiness.
there's still a lot to say about uh, sloth and torpor. One of them is when sloth and torpor rises, you want to see and watch your mind regarding self-compassion. Sometimes sloth and torpor can disguise itself as self-compassion. Oh, come on. Be good to yourself. Have enough. <laughs> so be careful when the mind <laughs> is going to that direction of self-compassion. Of course, it's good to have self-compassion. <laughs> and uh, there's one discourse which uh, uh, is amazing that helped me a lot not to take sloth and torpor in personal. It was actually happening to the chief, one of the chief disciples of the Buddha is called Moggallana. And he, he had psychic powers and he was nodding off. The Buddha used his psychic powers to actually go in front of him and say, Moglan, are you nodding? <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> and that sutta actually gives around eight, eight methods that I want to read for you. It's actually a discourse called Pachalayana, uh, Eight Ways of Overcoming Drowsiness. One of, is in Anguttara Nikaya. The Buddha gives eight. Uh, one of them is should not give attention to the thoughts of sloth and torpor. The second one is mental reflection on the Dharma you have learned. Let's say you have learned Metta. You can reflect on that and then sloth and torpor can go out of the window. Then the third one is such, uh, no, learn the Dharma by heart. And uh, this is a little bit difficult in the Western minds. <laughs> so anyway, you can skip that. <laughs> but for us, we monastics, we learn things by heart, metta sutta and pali, and we learn things by heart, and then we can repeat it. Yeah. Or even the qualities of the Buddha. Uh, the quality of the Dhamma, Sangha, but maybe that's not for you, but it helps. Uh, the fourth one, of course, I've told you just to pinch your ear robes, but not too painful. We are not here to, to invite pain. <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> to keep you awake. The fifth one is to get up and wash your face with cold water. And then there's another one which is pay attention to the perception of light. You can look at light, bright light, maybe some light up there. Open your eyes and then that can help. Another one is work, um, go, go and walk. Do walking meditation. If you sleep when you're walking, I'm very curious. I'll give you a hotline. <laughs> you can let me know after the retreat <laughs> that I was walking and I was sleeping while walking. It doesn't happen. So that's a very good tool. And of course, standing meditation. Another one is number eight. It's not a method. <laughs> you see there are seven, eight ways, but actually the eighth one is just 
resignation. Go and take a little nap with the idea that you're going to wake up. <laughs> right? So maybe during lunch, lunch break, you can take a little nap. Not more than 30 minutes. It's not given in the scripture, but from my experience, don't take a nap more than 30 minutes. It will be the whole day. That's called self-care and self-compassion. Taking naps for the whole day. Just take a little one, just with the idea that I'm, gonna t I'm going to wake up after 15 minutes like that. So that's the eight methods, which are very interesting, actually. Some of them you can apply now. Some of them you may not apply. So I have one announcement uh, regarding the, uh, the group that sits in Karuna. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.